0: Welcome to Amunah is our future with Purim masks and healing. We're gonna repeat that because it's a little bit of a long one. And we want to make sure everyone's in online together with us. There we go. So welcome to Amuna is our future with Purim masks and healing. So we all know what Purim masks are, and we've been posting some nice posts from our Breath of Israel team. We're sitting in Chut Chesed, Rav Shalom Arish's wonderful institute and yeshiva in the, our holy city of Jerusalem on, thank God, almost spring day. And it happens to be tonight is a big night, Zion Adder. It's not only a big night for Moshe Rabbeinu, who's Yotzai, and Yom Yaledi, his birthday. And also Moshe Rabbeinu wore a mask, as we learn in the Torah, but there's also... A connection because it's also my wife's, my soulmate. Yes, maybe she's watching. My soulmates, Yomuledet, Yom Leret Sameach, To my wife, to my wonderful Aza Conegdo, my wonderful soul partner. Unbelievable. Wow, she chose me. I chose her. And I wish everybody out there. We got a lot of good feedback from last week's class about soulmates. And I wish everybody also to have a lot of success in their journey to find their soulmate. And once they found them, to really appreciate them and to join together with them. And we have to really appreciate these moments together that we can talk over the special days that we're in. Not only is it, like we said, Zainada, but also it's a week before Purim and a week before my 40th birthday. Unbelievable, 40 years old. And it says in the Pirke 40 is the time of understanding of internalization. So, whatever we're learning here, hopefully, is coming from a little bit of understanding. And hopefully, you'll have a bit more understanding to me if things are a little bit more all well over the place. It's been a busy time. We've got to get ready for Purim. Purim is a big time. And thank God, I just helped a very nice booking opportunity for Nissan Black. He's going to be in Istanbul. Wow. Istanbul, even with this coronavirus. There's an opportunity to travel still and he'll be in New York just before that. So we have opportunities to connect with people in a global sense through the online feed and our wonderful edited classes, which we're looking forward to hopefully get by the end of the week. And we can have for the new Shabbos, Parsha Tzavah, Parsha Zoho. there's a lot going on. Always this way during the Dalit Parsha, during Chodesh Adah, during this time, this month, where there's so much packed in, the Purim and the four Parshas, and we're learning with Ravelgrad about the Mechitzah Shekel, and we're learning from Rav Yonatan Galed about strengthening our Munah, and obviously that's one of the biggest solutions to get rid of Amalek, which is what our mitzvah of this week. How do we get rid of those negative thoughts, those negative feelings, and that negative force that exists in the world? And not only that, just to you know bring it all together, today is the election day. So who's voting? Who are you voting for? So I haven't done it yet. Um, Rav Shalom I wrote already. I put on the post that he he publicizes that he votes for Shas and uh, Bibi. Me personally, I'm not going to say publicly. It's not your business who I vote for. Um, and I, you know, being Ashkenazi, there's always a little bit of a different flow, exactly where we go in terms of you know Shas and all this. But the main thing is that everyone should do what they're supposed to do, that will bring more positivity in the world, and please God, it should come out with a good result, that this state or Medina that we live in should be governed in the best way possible, and we should only have good news. So now, how do we crown the king on Purim? How do we do it? So if anyone would open up a Megillah, you know, I once tried to write one, it's quite a long thing and very artistic as well, if you look at a Megillah scroll, you open it up in Megillah Esther and my son kept asking me why is it called Esther not Mordechai, it's a good question. But you open up Megillus Esther and you see this big words as crowns and Hamelech. Yeah, so we already get a tikkun from the corona from the crown with the big crowns in the Megillah. Hamelech, the king, we're crowning this king and we're doing this a big part of Purim and really the goal is to bring this into every day because Purim comes and goes. But the, it says in the beautiful Midrashim and our holy books that the light of Purim will be the light of Mashiach. So the light that we're experiencing right now, especially on Purim, is going to be a little bit of understanding of what it means on a little level of when Mashiach comes and how basically nature will be turned into the miraculous. There will no longer be that, that difference between miracles and nature. And that's one of the reasons why when the Messiah comes and the world goes into that next stage, that seventh millennium, we're already in the sixth and we're heading into the seventh. Once we enter that Yom Shekulu Shabbos, which is very close and you feel that in the air, once you enter that world, it's going to be a world where constantly Hashem is going to reveal himself in this world so there's going to be no need for any like you know cover up or hester or esther anything covered up in a way there's no reason for this political intrigue it will be very clear the hand of hashem is guiding through everything so all the elections and all the all the guiding of how people make a living and everyone's mission will be clear each person will know where they're supposed to be and supposed to live there'll be no need for envy for jealousy because everyone will have what they're supposed to have It's, you know, this utopian understanding, and it won't be, God forbid, any any false ideas. It'll be totally clear and true, and I'm very excited, (laughs) because it's coming soon. But the point of Purim is to get us into that mindset that it should be an everyday experience, that the king is not only a huge theme, the idea of Hamelech. It's not really a huge theme of the Megillah, but it's also a huge theme of our relationship with God and very much connects into Rav Shalamarish's teachings. You know, I had the merit to be by a sadiq, Rav Simaya Zilberberg, and I watched him every time Esther Malka was in the Megillah, during the Kriya, during the reading, and I watched every time she was talking to the king, and I watched the way Rav Simaya Zilberberg was really like, oh, he was just like experiencing what it means to talk to the king and that was really the real truth the true king that was what esther amalka when she was the queen of of the of basically most of the world 127 medinas 127 countries and with archers crowning her as his queen she was able to archers to be able to be able to talk to the real king not just the king physical one but that was the understanding her spiritual connection through a muna, through his podidas, through through these eights through these advice of of siddiquim at that time to be able to talk to the real king and those prayers those to those beseeching this constant beseeching you see again and again in the megillah yeah um you know go to go to the words yourself you know, i recommend to read it before Purim itself, open up the Megillah and see how Esther is beseeching again and again the king, king of all kings, the ultimate king, and bringing down the redemption that we needed at that time and for all the generations. Because really, in a way, there's always this like concept of, God forbid, of Amalek and people who want to destroy us as a people. And you know it's not just like fairy tales. Like just look in recent history, with Hitler, Machshemo, and the Nazis, and and then all the different you know countries that wanted to destroy and wipe Israel off the map. And you know, thank God, you know as much as they tried, and as much as there was tremendous tragedy and and disasters, but ultimately we're still here. You know, not even that we're here in a strong way. We're here in a secure. We're here with a beautiful nation with high tech and understandings and science, and hopefully we're even coming up with a got the uh, vaccine for corona and all the other wonderful things that the Jewish people are accomplishing all the Torah and the davening the praying, the loaning and the spirituality of Jerusalem and the whole of Eretz as well and, and the whole world really. Like I said, we're sending this and black all around. And please God, one day our Munator, we'll make it to South Africa, we'll make it to all these places. And we've done it as we've done in the past and please God, you know, I'm never giving up. We've got we've got opportunity, people can reach out to hosts, people are telling me, you know, there's not as much this and that, different, they can't maybe hosts as easy as in the past, but whatever the excuses are, there's opportunity to do it anyway and to make it a reality that Ravosh should be there and the traveling should go ahead, even with a coronavirus, even with such you know, obstacles, with the economy changes or whatever's going on and whoever's going to be president and prime minister and all this stuff, that we should go ahead. We have the power to reveal Hashem, a King of the whole world, and wherever we go, and even in the biggest tragedies, and that was the power Purim, that we were victorious. The Jews were singing and there was simcha and there was light and there was vika there was the filling and the kess of the crown of what the Jewish people are truly meant to represent, and this understanding of of really becoming who we are as a full as a full live and spiritualized and energized nation. Yes, thank you for the people who are reaching out already. So now, Esther, like we said, even in her name, is the idea of hiddenness. So we're saying that she was in constant prayer, and that's, that relates to this concept of masks, that there's this cover-up, in a way. Like he, like we said, even Moshe Rabbeinu had, whose Yotzai, and... Birthday, which was very significant, because Haman, for that, was a time to make the poor the lottery, because the biggest righteous leader of the Jewish people passed away during his time. But he didn't see how he was also born at this time, so his light came into the world at this time. So really, Mordechai joined together with uh, with Moshe. So when Moshe and Mordechai were together, there was a tremendous uh, tikkun with charity, and like we had the chetzi shekel and all these aitzes and advice from the siddiqim, from the righteous people, and they gave us the power to destroy. This force of of disbelief and and homin and doubt and losh and ho and negativity that was existing in the world at that time, trying to persuade the world to hate the Jewish people and destroy the Jewish people, came this light of the and the righteous people. And Esther was this epitome. So, this concept of mask, they didn't even know what nation she was from, nobody knew who she was and what her makor, her source was and it only came out just when it was needed the revelation of who she was just like yosef Asadik, yosef we saw in parshish in the in the and gracious and at the end there when he revealed himself as the king of mitzrayim or the second of the king of mitzrayim under paro and there's, there's this concept i did a certain high you know i mean personally i had a haircut you know, and felt nice but basically we're trying to like you know, reveal who we really are, our inner essence. And that's why we dress up. So that when we're dressing up, we're using these clothings to express a little bit what we're feeling inside. So people make a comment, you know, like, whatever you dress in poems, who you really want to be. Okay, there's nice ideas but the, the the real point is that the, the, the cover-up, the mask is really reflecting that there's a whole panemius inside, that's the point that there's this no chen, there's this inner chen this chochmah, to malchus this, as Rabbi Nachman talks about, this inner inner wisdom, this inner inner content that's really uniting us all and bringing us that unity flow that we talk about in my podcast this concept of unity, unification about Shem Tov the Rabbi Nachman, the Siddiqui wanted to reveal that in the world there's really this unifying force and that really can be a big key to understanding what we're supposed to do down here so we know how to who to vote and we know who to how to keep the mitzvahs on purim you know with the mechitas shekel like rebel god's teaching us or how to read the megillah or how to when we stand up and hearing it and then afterwards to do all the mitzvahs of the day and how they tie into the revelation of hashem's name each mitzvah has a different letter of the name of god it's very very deep but the point is that when there's such a like false kind of crowning, like coronavirus, where there's a negative experience where people are working off fear and scared for their life. You know, they they, they worry to travel, they're worried to do business, and unfortunately some business has been held up and these are real concerns. So we had the opportunity on Purim to tap into the the love, to tap into the, to the true crown, the, like we said before, the crowning of the king, and that can bring us to real healing. Purim has a tremendous, just even the word purim, has a tremendous power of of giving us full healing. So the day in itself, just drinking the four the the, I mean people drink four cups, so whatever much you drink, but to drink the wine to be able to have that connection to Adaliada, to enter that world which is beyond of true understanding, of true crown, the true Kessa. The true kingship, where you understand that there's something beyond you. You're not in control. That's like Gedalia has been talking about. All these big business people that he's friends with, uh, like uh, doing big stuff in China and Hong Kong. And now they, they don't know what's going on. So, you know, we feel for them. It's hard when business and, you know, I myself, you know, even sitting here right now, I don't know what's going on. But the point is that you have a muna. You have you have understanding that there's something beyond controlling this world, and there's a story, and there's a journey, and it will turn out all good, and it will be good for you. Like I was learning with the Gemara with my son in Dafyomi. Yomi, and uh, we're learning. Thank God, we're almost finishing first Masecht brochas. Big Simcha, yeah. First Masecht and Brachos in Shas. And we're getting to the end of that homosekhtah. And comes out a beautiful idea. It says Rabbi Akiva. says Rabbi Akiva that everything Hashem does is for the good. Everything. So no matter what happens, even if it looks like your enemies are winning or your markets are crashing or you don't even know how you're going to pay. How you're going to pay this? How you're going to pay that? So what's the answer? You have a munah. You say in, in in Shulchan Aruch it says it brings it down from Shas that you have to the mitzvah to say everything Hashem does is for the good. Everything Hashem does is for the good. So then you start to believe a little bit the more you say it. It's a mitzvah to say it. It's not just a mitzvah to say, to think it. It's very important that the Ladaba boy should speak in it. Speak in Amunah, speak it out. Like we said in the Megillah, that Esther was constantly speaking to the king. This is our, our advice from the Megillah to constantly speak to the king. Speak to the king. I don't know if this class is going to be good. So ask Hashem, help me say it good. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are going to share it, but ask Hashem, help them share it. Because, you know, just seeing me sitting here talking in a room by myself, it's, it's good. You know, I'm saying over Toyah, talking to Hashem. But at the same time, like, you know, I want people to be inspired, I want people to change. We want the Immunotur to go ahead, we want people to reach out. Someone just now from South Africa reached out a nice amount, but it's still not enough to go there, unfortunately, because we need proper hosting. It needs to be done with with confidence and with strength, so the Rav can come in a normal way, in a nice flight, and, and, and arrive with Yeshiva He's he's, you know, he's not so young anymore, and he needs to be healthy and well, so we need to make sure it's, everything's done in the right way, you know, personally I've generally only fly economy and that's you know, I understand my place. But for the Rav we have to put him in business, we have to treat him properly. And you know, this is the idea that, you know, I'm sitting here doing my Ishtless, doing my work, but in the end it's up to Hashem and it's up to the people out there to really respond in the in the way that's needed, to make these tours, to make the opportunity to meet someone like Rav Oish You know, thank God he's not you know he's, he's been around, he's not so old, he's not so young, but we need to make those places, those opportunities available while he's still able to. And that's the uh, that's the hope and dream that you know that everything we're doing can bring us to more Amuna and to bring us to more Shafa. So something like Purim can actually bring us to a full Shlema, can bring us to full healing. Because everyone on some level needs healing it's not you know like if you listen to all the latest podcasts you know they're going through all the different ideas of how people need to have more healthy lifestyle and all the different concepts of vegetarianism and this way of eating that way of eating and all you know the biome and all this stuff you know how to exercise and you know we should definitely you know work on all this you know we should do exercise just went swimming today and you got to do exercise you got to eat healthier and make sure what you're putting in is is good for you and You know, I'm not saying to be vegetarian, but, you know, Purim, I eat meat, you know, thank God. It's a special day, it's a to we eat meat, we eat fish also. But the idea is that we should enjoy it, we should experience it, and it should give us healing. And that—that that is the mitzvah of the day. That somehow, the power of such a day—it brings us so much brachas, so much blessing we can't even understand. So we have a Purim coming up. Happens to be my birthday. We get forty. You know, we think. Well, maybe I'm getting a bit old. But no, this is just the beginning. We're starting to get energized by the fact that a new year has come to a conclusion. That we're just about to start Rosh Chodesh Nissan, the birthday of Rabbi Nachman, and we begin a new year, a new opportunity for everybody in the in the in the month in the calendar of months so we're ending this is a 12th month this is the climax of this month calendar of the lunar calendar and it's a big deal because it's been a very special year this year for everybody in the world. There's been a lot of transition, a lot of changes, a lot of awareness, a lot of understandings, much more clarity about what life's really about. And at the same time, such a balagan, so much chaos, so much pain. And that those two forces are, once again, like we say, there is this force of Amalek. There is this force of negativity that we have to actively fight. In ourselves and out there and it's something which you know has to take guidance how to do it and that's once again we have the Garden of Amunah series there's so many opportunities to grow and learn so I don't want to go on too long I just want to end off our class and basically remember that once we've clarified that Esther Amalka's whole journey was about turning to Hashem and that was what gave her the power to save the Jewish people and, and be that messenger and have the name of the Megillah Esther named after her and the whole Purim and everything comes from that empowered woman to go out there, the, the Sudeikis that she was to, be, to keep herself hidden in the right way and to do what she needed to do for God and to turn to God and to teach us that lesson that every minute of the day we can turn to Hashem for our, for our panasa, for our living, for our soulmate, for our children for everything we need to do we need to turn to Hashem talk to Hashem, make it real in our hearts and our soul, and to bring other people, like Purim day, to at your meal, and all the different times you're giving out shlach manas, to really fill what you're doing, to fill the mitzvahs, to give over the shlach manis, the gifts to other people with love, the charity, the muttanas yivonim, of love, to do the mitzvahs of the day, to enjoy the meal with love, to open your heart to Hashem, to, to really pour out your heart, yishpach to really give it over in a real sincere way, and with that power, Yeah, Titzvah, this idea of the Kohen, this would be like this whole spiritual concept of what man can ultimately be, the Kohen God, or I'm also a Kohen, so you have this power to give over kindness and and clarity to the world, the Urim Maturim, to light up what is the direction for the Jewish people, what is the direction for the world, to have values and to be guided in the right way, in a positive way, in a happy way, and to have mindfulness intention that brings us to those places of real connection and relationships that we spoke about last week. And this idea to really experience the day, to experience the time, to let go, to let Hashem run his world the way he should and he's doing it anyway we just have to let go and really see the brocha and the kindness and the blessing and the shepha the divine abundance that's been coming down it's raining so much in earth as well see that divine abundance come and clean off and heal and bring all the Yeshuas, all the salvations that everyone in the world is looking for and everyone on this day purim should experience that everyone we we've mentioned should together and and, and beyond all the people joining us on our Muna podcasts and Muna classes should share and grow to come to a place of, please God, the the lishi where we'll see the ultimate redemption where. All our prayers, all our yearnings, all our needs are truly heard in the ultimate sense and God himself reveals how much he loves us in the most revealed form of kindness and we can experience how everything is one and everything is miraculous in the most physical, natural ways and to enjoy this world for what it was meant for in the most true, ultimate sense. Amen. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week. We'll be a little bit more practical next time we have a Munna class. But it was important to allow yourself to enter into the world of Purim and to experience spirituality in a very open, revealed way. Amen.